This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Welcome to Special Teams, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome inside Special Teams with Jason Smith and Mike Harmon, a podcast where we look back in history at a team and what made them so special, a very specific year in sports. We've been doing this for a while now and getting to play around with the uh, material and the format a little bit is one of the more fun things we get to do. And one thing we're going to do here now in the coming weeks is we're going to look back at a couple of special teams each week. What we're going to do is go back and re-examine famous games in NFL, college football, Major League Baseball history, the special teams that participated in them, and what became afterwards for both of those teams. Our sport tonight is the National Football League, and we are looking back at the Music City Miracle, one of the most famous plays in sports history, but we're going to do it a little differently. You've seen it all from the Tennessee Titans' point of view and NASA coming around and figuring out just how did that pass go right along the line from Wycheck <laughs> over to Dyson. How did it all? We've seen that, but we're going to get into what made that play possible, and when you look at it from the Buffalo Bills side of things, this play takes even more mythic proportions. Portions, right? Madness all around, right? We, you know the play, you know the the famous. As you said, it's been broken down by everybody uh, way smarter than us. I mean, Elon Musk kid with all the mutant uh, symbols and uh, C three PO XK Red twenty seven. Yeah, yeah, the mm-hmm. hut hut hike. I yeah. mean, the ex exponents uh, exponential growth for the child as we go. I mean, there, there's a lot of great theories on it, but you just remember the Buffalo Bills and the time and space and, and what this meant to the trajectory and, and kind of bouncing football history in a whole other angle. So the 2000 playoffs, the Music City Miracle, which the Titans beat the Bills 22-16, is on our docket today. Now, before we get to the game, how did these teams arrive at this point? For the Buffalo Bills, 
in the 1999-2000 season, Doug Flutie was entering his second year as starter after his electric folk hero debut the year before. Flutie comes back from the CFL after being away for years. He is amazing. He is incredibly smart. He makes plays. He throws in lanes. And Flutie flakes were everywhere. And Doug Flutie was the cult icon in the National Football League. But... Doug Flutie versus Rob Johnson wouldn't go away because they got Doug Flutie as a flyer. Rob Johnson is someone that the Buffalo Bills said, hey, we got to go get him because when he was in relief of Mark Brunel a couple of years before with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he played pretty well. So after the 97 season, the Bills trade a first and fourth rounder and they sign Rob Johnson for five years and $25 million, which is a really big contract for a quarterback back then. So they were invested in him no matter what. And this is the crazy part, Mike, that I remember is that as good as Flutie was, and you, you couldn't go anywhere without talking about Flutie and, and, and how much he meant to the game and what a big story was, but still in Buffalo, they wanted Rob Johnson to play. It felt like every week Flutie was playing for his job in Buffalo when in the rest of the league he was a superstar because, hey, the Bills made a big move for Rob Johnson. They looked pretty bad if he could win the starting job. Well, it wasn't winning with style, right? There's different levels. We live in Los Angeles, right? Reside here. When the Lakers are good, there's got to be some flair to it, right? The whole campaign that the Clippers put together of, you know, the mean streets versus the Klieg lights and all of those nonsensical billboards, even though you went and got two of the top five players in the game, you know, that, you know, we're street tough versus the Lakers, man. It's high flying. It's showtime all around. In Buffalo, they wanted a little bit of that. That's what Rob Johnson was supposed to bring them, right? The guy with the big arm as opposed to Doug Flutie. While we had the Hail Mary from his college days in the pros, you know, made some plays with his legs, extended drives, but wasn't a big explosive offensive threat. And people kept wondering, well, this is good, but with the big armed guy that we spent so much to get, perhaps it could be even that much more dominant. So when are we going to pull the trigger? So yeah, every week was that debate, you know, how, how much and how well did he have to play to retain that job? So Flutie plays well in 99, he goes 10 and five and the bills clinch a playoff spot. And now Flutie wasn't as great as he was his first year, but the big thing, the Buffalo defense was really good. They allowed the second fewest points in the NFL, lowest in franchise history, 229. This is Ted Washington in the middle of that defense and Sam Cowart, who was phenomenal. And the Bills had a really good young defense and 99-2000 and was their big coming out party. But they go 10-5. and five. And they have a meaningless final week game against Indianapolis. Now, Indianapolis was terrific this year. They had won 11 games in a row. What happens? Well, with nothing to play for, the Bills decide, well, we're going to start Rob Johnson this game and rest Doug Flutie. What happens? Buffalo ends Indianapolis' 11-game win streak 31-6. Rob Johnson throws for 287 and two touchdowns. Okay, well, that's nice. He had a nice final week game, week 16, except... Buffalo, after seeing this, the Bills benched Doug Flutie for Johnson for the playoffs. The players were stunned. They were pissed. I can't blame him. Wade Phillips, head coach of the Buffalo Bills, said afterward that Ralph Wilson, the owner, ordered him to make the change. I mean, Flutie always won more than Rob Johnson, right? Johnson got hurt when he got the job. Flutie came in and was great in 98. Mm -hmm. Flutie was great in 99. Then when you get into 2000, the year after, Johnson was terrible again. I mean, it's like the Bills didn't know how how good they had it. It's like, you know, there were 
football karma saying, no, Flutie's really your guy. Every time Rob Johnson gets a chance, he gets hurt or he's ineffective and Doug Flutie is the guy. And can you imagine making a change at quarterback solely because the guy you, you picked finally had one good game and you go away from your starter the entire season? I can't believe there wasn't a mutiny for the Bills going into the, the game against the Titans. Well, just the, the fact that Wade Phillips, hey, it was him. <laughs> he ordered me. He ordered the code. Don't blame red. me. I didn't do it. Yeah, no, he, I voted for Kodos. <laughs> Look, the, you've, you've got certainly Flutie was the locker room guy, right? Everybody rallied around him. They played well. Johnson was the hot shot guy all these years later, right? It's still the, I don't understand. And the, I got screwed. And, and there's a lot of negativity that flows out of it. It's like, you know, we, we see it in sports all the time. I mean, look at, look back to Philadelphia, right? There's just always this weird, dynamic has gone on these last couple of years with Carson Wentz. What happened when he went down and Nick Foles went in? Everybody rallied around that guy. Does it make sense on a larger scale? No, because when starting, played okay, had his moments, but certainly nothing like the magic of that playoff run that earned him a statue outside the stadium. Same thing here with Doug Flutie. There was just something about him where you rallied. So this always became a sticking point. And today... With social media, sports talk, radio, sports television, uh, to the level that it is now, I mean, you'd be shunned if you you tried to do this again. I mean, as an owner, this this is what gets you to start turning over front office people, coaches, and players with great regularity because you're hearing it from all ends. Yeah, this is something that, if it was now, would dominate sports talk radio every week. Can you mm-hmm. believe that the Bills still want to play Rob Johnson? All Doug Flutie does is win, and he has spark plug plays, and he runs for first downs on third and 15 and makes clutch throws to the end zone on, on fade patterns. I mean, it, it, would be, it wouldn't make sense that this would be going on, and we'd be talking about it all the time. But this is the drama the Bills carry with them into the wild card game against the Titans. Now, the Titans had a great year. All right. They cruised through the regular season. It was the first year they were the Titans. You know, they drafted Javon Curse, who turned into a superstar player for a few years. They went 13 and 3. Eddie George was a stud. This was one of those solid, all around, quintessential heritage NFL teams that you would see going to Super Bowls in the 70s and 80s. Boy, they got a really good defense. They got a really good running game. They got a quarterback that makes plays. They got everything they need. Jeff Fisher is is a young up and coming head coach, you know, before he was oh my god, Jeff Fisher seriously. I mean, this is when Jeff Fisher was, <laughs> oh, Jeff Fisher, we got to go get Jeff Fisher. And they go 13 and 3, but Jacksonville goes 14 and 2. So that relegates the Titans into the wild card game. Steve McNair as great of a reputation as he had on the field as a playmaker, didn't have a great season. The the Titans didn't score a ton of points. He only threw 12 touchdowns. You know, and he ran for eight, which would put his total up, you know, respectable 20. He also only played in 11 games because McNair was a guy that had a tough time staying healthy. And really the spark plug, and I I can't believe I'm saying this because people, I remember what he was like with the Jets, but Neil (laughs) O'Donnell started five games when you thought his career was over. All right, well, you go to the Jets and you fail, your career's done. But no, no, no. He comes in relief of McNair, starts five games, throws 10 touchdowns. 
in five games. All right, that's two less than McNair in six less games. So O'Donnell was really good. The but, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, wing it around oh, kind of idea, right? Uh, but still, McNair was the starter. He was beloved, and he was, you know, and he still, look, he engineered them to a lot of wins. It was nice to have O'Donnell in relief. So when the wild card game comes, McNair is the quarterback, but it's not like this was a team that, boy, Tennessee put up a lot of points. You know, this was Tennessee is winning all around solid play. And now we're going to see what can they do in the playoffs? How far can this take them? So the Titans who were eight, no at home and healthy match up against the bills and what turns into the music city miracle coming up next. We'll relive the play, the game and the crazy things that actually made it possible that I still can't believe 20 years later. That's coming up next right here on special teams. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. We're continuing on with special teams as we look back at the Music City Miracle. The special teams involved, the Bills and the Tennessee Titans. And we'll get to the Music City Miracle play coming up in a couple of minutes. But this playoff game that was won by the Titans 22-16 and what is going down with one of the most famous plays in NFL history. In fact, you could probably say outside of the Immaculate Reception, this is the next most famous play in NFL history. We've seen it a million times and we've broken it down. But this play, the big home run throwback and Frank Wycheck just has some kind of place mythologically. 
But to say that this was a great game was a bit of a misconception no. <laughs> because this game, Mike, this was a terrible game. This is one of those games you watch and go, well, it's an NFL playoff game on TV, so I'm going to watch it. I mean, it really had everything was in that final Music City Miracle play. Oh, no, absolutely. It was a lot of buildup. At least you got the big finish to it. Because, I mean, when, when your big plays earlier, all right, that guy took a safety. Really? That's, yeah. that's the guy you're fighting for. Yay, we got a safety. We he got takes a safety. safety. <laughs> and, yes, you celebrate because everybody stands up, does the I Dream a Genie dance, and does all that with it, that you get a little bit excited there. But certainly it's it's not one that inspires great, great confidence uh, overall as to what your offense is bringing to the table. And you got a scoreless first quarter, and, and Buffalo, doesn't get out of the gates this game can be summarized with this sentence steve mcnair threw for 76 yards in this game yay rob johnson threw for 131 and he actually had a worse game than mcnair you're talking about the two starting quarterbacks that combined in a playoff game to throw for 200 yards all right now johnson like i said he was worse he was 10 out of 22. He got sacked six times and he fumbled three times. What's the biggest shock is that you know this is how much from above this came with Ralph Wilson because as bad as they struggled, Doug Flutie was never put into the game. He doesn't get off the bench. I mean, how, how crazy do, is that? How do you not get in the game when Rob Johnson is this bad and, the, and, the, and you have no offense for three and a half, three and two thirds quarters in this game? And because Flutie had played so well during the year, that's the thing, right? It's not like he was hurt or that he'd been grossly ineffective to where you had a true competition, even though you're making the playoffs and you're, and you're pushing forward. I mean, he played well for you. And he's sitting there just on the on the bench. Hey, someone uh, just hide his helmet. He's not getting in. <laughs> I mean that that's. Just, I mean, I look at it now and go, "There's no way they wouldn't go to Flutie if Johnson no, was that bad." There's no way they wouldn't have done. Yeah, that. no. If that if that was the decision to be made by Wade Phillips, uh, there's there's no question about it. I mean that that's done at the end of the first quarter, if not before. Yeah, it's 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 field goals, field goals, field goals. And this game comes down to the end, the final couple of minutes, let's just say. The final couple of minutes, because we had some drama before the Music City Miracle. Buffalo was down 15-13. Well, that's the other thing, is that as badly as they played, they're in the game. Yeah, no, 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 they, they, they were in the game. You're right, Buffalo was bad as they were, but their defense was really good. Yeah. So was the Titans, and that's why you know, I wanted to make sure we mentioned that the Bills' defense is really the hallmark of this team. As much as it was fluty, it was, like I said, Ted Washington was a big dude, man, and you couldn't move him, and Coward, and you had a lot of talent on, on that Bills' defense, and they were really tough to score on. So the fact that this was that kind of game is really not that shocking, but when you can't put any offense on the board, and, and your quarterback is getting sacked. Look, they called Johnson Robo Sack. You know, because, uh, you know, he couldn't stop getting sacked. He would yeah. stay in the pocket and get hit. I mean, you have to make a move to try to, you know, get a get a get some kind of spark on your offense. But they stick with Rob Johnson, and Johnson actually gets Buffalo the 16-15 lead. All right? They're down by two with a minute 48 left to go. Right? Because you're talking field goals, field goals, field goals. Rob Johnson throws for a big first down without a shoe on to get Buffalo to the 24-yard line. 
And now you're getting inside a minute. He had lost his shoe the play before. He couldn't put it back on. He throws for a big first down. And now with 20 seconds left, Buffalo's got the football at the 24-yard line of the Titans. They're down by a field goal. 20 seconds left. The Bills have no timeouts, and this is where things get interesting. Why don't the Bills have any timeouts? Well, because they burned one the previous drive on defense because they were all yelling at each other because the, <laughs> the, the Titans had the lead and, and they were trying to run the clock out and the Bills lost their composure and they had to use a timeout when they didn't have the ball just to, hey, hey guys, let's let cooler heads prevail here. Let's make sure we stop them. Now it worked. They stopped them and got the ball back, but they had no timeouts because of this. So the Bills are now faced with 20 seconds left in the game. They have first down at the 24-yard line. Now this is an eternity. Right, And if this was now in the National Football League, teams would say, all right, we got plenty of time. We can run a play anywhere we want to. We can throw the ball to either whatever we want to do and get inside the 20, get inside the 10, and run up, spike it, and then come out and kick a field goal. I mean, 20 seconds is an eternity to do that. All you have to do is hope Rob Johnson doesn't get sacked. And, you know, look, Rob Johnson liked to get sacked, but still. He did, six times. (laughs) Yeah, but still, you would think they would, now they would run a play easily. No, the Bills decide, instead of that... We are going to kick the field goal with 20 seconds left. Whereas conventional wisdom now says we'll run a play. We'll get up there. We'll let the clock tick down to two or three seconds because we have no timeout. So it doesn't matter with a bad snap. We can't just call timeout and try to kick the ball again on the next play. So we let it go down to two or three seconds, call timeout, and we kick the game winner on the final play. That's what every team would do. But the Bills didn't do it. Many of the coaches on the sideline wanted the Bills to run another play. But Wade Phillips said, no, I want to send out Steve Christie to try to kick this field goal. And now there are few kickers that were that were as accurate as Steve Christie. Christie gets on the field, makes it 41 yards out. Bills have the lead with 20 seconds left. Rob Johnson looks like a hero. All the Bills have to do is defend for 16 seconds and things are going to be great. But now you're seeing some of the things that played into the fact why the Music City Miracle was able to happen. Bad clock management, yelling at each other on defense. You go back and watch the video of it, it's laughable. Because we, we see that in games now. It doesn't force you to call timeouts. It might be a busted play, might be a little out of position, whatever. But your management is usually a little bit better than that. So then we get the Music City Miracle. And we get the home run throwback, and Frank Whitecheck throws it back to Kevin Dyson, who catches the lateral and goes 75 yards for a touchdown. Uh, I remember when this happened, watching it live. I was producing uh, sports for KBC here in L.A. We were going on the air after the game was over. And we had a big football show going on, and we're saying to ourselves, I'm like, man, this is a terrible game. What the hell are we going to talk about? We got this. We got field goals. It's, you know, it's all right, but we can talk about. It's a terrible game, but it's still a one-point game. Right, right. But still, but it's like, okay, you're looking for some kind of excitement. This has been a crappy game. And then the Music City Miracle happens and Dyson goes in for a touchdown and there's all kinds of questions. Is the play is is the play legal? Uh, are they going to over... Can they all go back and, and, and look at... There was all these different things that we were wondering because it happens like, oh my God, did it really just take one throw back to the other side and, and 
Dyson goes all the way for a touchdown because that's what it that's what it came to me was that we've seen crazy plays before and we've seen touchdown. Look, the the Dolphins touchdown to beat the Patriots on the on the final play a couple of years ago. But you see a lot of change of directions and 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 players moving, and then you get too many people on one side of the field, and there's a couple of blocks that are thrown. But this is after the the play changed direction two or three times. This was just here's a kick to Whitecheck who picks it up, throws it across the field, and there's nobody there. Yeah, I mean, the it. Bills have no one there. And Dyson, it's not like Dyson's got to run and make this incredible uh, uh, play or there's any more laterals. He's got a convoy all the way to the end zone. So I'm like, how did that happen? Did the Bills just think they were going to go down the field like zombies and and just and and the Titans were going to fall on the football? I mean, even if you're staying in your lane on the kickoff team, which is what you're supposed to do in a situation like this. Believe me, I was a kickoff team star in high school. Yeah, I know. Really you, you've talked about I that. I was really your good on the kickoff steady team. Steady hands and everything I else. always stayed in my lane. I did not. No, no. Even if you stayed in you your lane. You listened to LeVar Ball before you knew you were listening to LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane. And even if you do that, you're going to make a play on Dyson. But there's nothing even close to a play on Dyson on this. Not even close. No, he's able to stroll straight in, and it's it all just becomes a you, you start arguing. He's like, "Well, we knew the play should have been disallowed." Was the only defense that you had for a lackluster effort to get after Dyson and, and make any type of play on this uh, is well, it was an Ill- illegal pass, so it shouldn't have counted. So we didn't run after him as hard as we should have, or any anything of that nature. But yeah, caught with their pants down on special teams in a big way. I mean, because. Whitecheck runs all the way to the right side of the field and all the bills, they broke containment. And it's, mm-hmm. do you really, Frank Whitecheck is not going to run by all of you into the end zone. Okay. If Whitecheck's got the football, you just got to wait. He'll run, he'll find you eventually. All right. The guy's a tight end, but they all broke contain. He's able to throw it all the way back to the other side of the field. Dyson goes in for a touchdown and then they stop because they had to look at it to see if the play was a lateral. Because if it was, obviously the Titans get penalized for an illegal forward pass and the referee who is going to make this decision is Phil Luckett, who you know from all kinds of other controversies. Yeah, the, well. the the coin flip on Thanksgiving with the Steelers and the Lions. The Vinny Testaverde touchdown against the, uh, the Seahawks in 1999. All kinds of Phil Luckett stuff that there were. And he was the referee in this game, and he really doesn't even have a role in it because, as we see by replays that we've seen hundreds of times, it looks in every angle we've seen to be a clear lateral. It's one of those rare plays that it goes right along a plane, and that's a legal play. It's been dissected so many different ways, right? And you wish you had more cameras. You wish you had this, that, the other. From all analysis, it works. It stands up. One of the more controversial uh, plays uh, of recent memory and one that always gets replay conversations and people wringing their hands about the whole concept, right? Not not the result of this particular play, but what it means on a larger scale when we get deep into this for football, baseball, whatever it is. But play that is now one of the most famous, as you say, on the medal stand for all of NFL history and legend-making and and career and franchise-defining on so many levels. And the reason they're able to review this is because Instant Replay had come back to the NFL just this year. There were some missed calls in games that, that fans were upset about. There was a big push for 
review. In fact, uh, Jerry Rice's non-fumble call in the wild card game between the Niners and the Packers, that was the play that really convinced the NFL that, all right, we got to have replay now. So they have replay in for 1999, and, and what Phil Luckett is looking at is he's looking at just to see if it is a lateral. It's called a lateral, and Dyson, in, pre, in interviews afterwards, said he thought about going out of bounds because they needed just a field goal to win the game, and there was all kinds of time left, right? Sure. Because they kicked off with 16 they seconds left. They left too much time the on bills. the clock uh, but <laughs> for Rob Johnson. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> That's never been said ever. Rob Johnson, never. I couldn't even get it out with too a straight much time face. For Rob I'm Johnson. sorry. But Dyson said, the only guy that had a shot at me was Steve Christie, and we were blocking him, so I'm just going to run into the end zone. And that's, <laughs> that's what he did. And the Music City Miracle happens, and the Titans win, and they use this as a huge run to the Super ball and the bills are going home saying what happened to us but really it's it's you know they didn't execute on the play but it was everything leading up to it there were three or four things they could have done that could have stopped this play from happening don't have to worry about using your timeouts when you're yelling at each other on defense uh you know let the clock tick down run another play do something because had they just run another play right and let's say they spiked it with you know, eight seconds left or 10 seconds left. Dyson's probably running out of bounds. Oh my God, if I don't get in the end, oh no, 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 no. Maybe he's, he's okay, there's eight, I got to get out. We got to kick the game winning field goal to try Changes to win. Changes that psychology. For I sure. mean, all those things the Bills could have done, and instead they did none of them, and they allowed this play to happen. I mean, it's fascinating to look at it from the Bills' perspective. Buffalo, yo. All of that disaster, <laughs> all of those failures throughout the game, yet Wade and the defense kept them in, made just enough plays, except, well, one fail. So the Titans go on to the Super Bowl. The Bills go to the offseason. What happened with both of these teams? Well, it was the end of an absolute error for one of them. And another one, well, let's just say the fortunes of the NFL changed forever because the home run throwback went for a touchdown. That's coming up next on Special Teams. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot. 
The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. So America is gasping at one of the most thrilling ends to a football game in NFL history. And as we've said many times in the podcast, it's going down as one of the top two or three plays of all time. What did this game, what did this result mean for both teams? Well, for the Bills, it was really the end of the Bills era. I mean, these teams that we watched go to the Super Bowl year after year after year in the early 1990s, it was the last year for Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, and Thurman Thomas. At this point, they were not quite spare parts, but these were the veterans that are that had seeded the way to younger players. Look, the Bills had gone to Antoine Smith at running back, and you know these guys were done. They were all released after the 99-2000 season for salary cap reasons. So this really was the end of that era of the Bills, uh, even though Jim Kelly had left a quarterback you know, a few years ago. Buffalo actually goes through one more year with both Doug Flutie and Rob Johnson, the quarterback. I mean, how insane is this? They said, no, no, we're going to go one more year with both of these guys. They finally commit to Rob Johnson and trade Flutie to San Diego after 2000, right? All right, finally, Rob's our guy, and we're going to move on. Well, Rob Johnson, with a concussion and a rib injury in 98, a leg injury in 2000, a broken collarbone in 2001, could never stay healthy, couldn't keep the job, always held on to the football way too long, got sacked way too much, and the Bills eventually had to start completely over again. This shows you what happens when you go in a downward spiral when you pick the wrong quarterback. Because it was like, I feel like the Bills, they had this in front of them. They had Flutie. Uh, no, no, but what about Johnson? No, no, but Flutie doesn't. No, no, what about Johnson? Uh, all right. It's like the football god said, listen, we, we've given the Bills all kinds of signs. They're not taking them now. they got to start over again. And it took the Bills a long time to get back took him a long time to get back to the playoffs which they didn't do until a couple of years ago yeah i think that's the curiosity uh, of it right is you're always trying to figure out what's the how long is the tail on the back end right when you do your statistics and you see you know how you how you roll through what, what are you going to get for flutie how long does it ride well but it's working right you want to make sure you've got the competent backup but you don't want to create the controversy and problems. And instead, what you have here, because you paid him money, you feel compelled that he's got to be on the field, or at least that's the thought from management. So it just creates an unnecessary distraction in the locker room and problem on the field, as we see, because, well, he, he was never that guy. He was not the guy to lead them forward. And who's to say how long Flutie's reign would have been, but certainly you do what they the play, other players did when he was on the field, what he meant to that city, and you just tore that asunder. Now, for the Titans, they go on to the Super Bowl before losing to the Rams with one of the other most top five most famous plays in NFL history, Mike Jones's tackle on the final <laughs> play of the game, and the Titans fall a yard short of potentially going to overtime. The Rams win the Super Bowl. 
But if you're the Titans, you go, all right, well, we had one incredible play that went our way. I think, you know, Lady Luck kind of drew us even uh, at the end of the Super Bowl. But still, that moment became so huge. It's still the biggest in team history. Uh, The Music City Miracle and that team and that Titans team of 99-2000 is always going to be legendary. But here's where things get really interesting because... You know, we say once in a while there are flashpoints or there are moments in the history of sports where if one result goes one way, just one play goes one way, then NFL history changes. And it, it's incredible to think that way. But, you know, we, we talked about this on our radio show uh, earlier uh, this year when uh, Don Shula passed away. And had the Jets won Super Bowl three, everything changes. You know, the right. AFL, if the Jets don't win, they don't merge with the NFL. Don Shula probably stays as head coach in Baltimore, doesn't go to Miami. And Miami maybe doesn't go undefeated and win the Super Bowl back-to-back years. And maybe the Colts franchise doesn't move. And maybe Elway plays there instead of Denver. And, you know, all these things happen. Well, yeah. And then Shula was in the middle of it again with the fake spike game. So, yeah, you know, you we'll, 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 I promise you we'll do the fake spike game in a future episode. Well, because of, of Pete teams. Carroll and I everything promise. else. I mean, it's we'll the do. same It's the same idea. Though. Yeah. yeah. I'm no, sorry, no, buddy. It's it's painful, just, it we'll was germane it. to the conversation. No, I, I, I get it. It's just, you know. I need to be in the right frame of mind to, to go through I, the fake I understand. Game. And that Kevin Dyson was also in both these plays is kind of Exactly. Funny, you know, right? Dyson is the big hero, and then he's one yard short at the end. But clearly he was one yard short uh, or half a yard short. And it was, boy, he went from I can't believe my fortune to I can't believe my fortune. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's just say the Music City miracle goes the other way and the Buffalo Bills win the game. All right, let's just say Phil Luckett decides, ah, looked like the ball went a little bit forward, so yee, all right, I'm going to say that that's a forward pass. The Bills win the game. If that happens, NFL history changes because Rob Johnson wins a playoff game and he is cemented in as the Buffalo Bills starter. Now, I don't know how far they go in, in the 99-2000 playoffs, but he clearly is the starter. Buffalo commits to him and they move on from Doug Flutie then and they trade him when Flutie's got a lot of value. Now, if they trade Flutie after that offseason, then the Chargers don't get him after 2000. So do the Chargers still draft Drew Brees? After that, or they have a different situation at quarterback because they don't have Flutie because Flutie goes someplace else. And maybe Breeze is not a charger, which means maybe then he doesn't wind up with the New Orleans Saints. And that changes. Or maybe the Chargers decide, well, we didn't really solve our quarterback problem because we don't have Doug Flutie. So maybe we'll take Michael Vick with the first overall pick in the 2001 draft. And maybe then LaDainian Tomlinson winds up with another team. And all of these things push all these star players in a whole bunch of different directions. Now, maybe maybe things do happen a little bit, you know, a, alongside those lines. But still, without Doug Flutie going to the Chargers a year later, then maybe things change and Vic is on the Chargers and LaDainian Tomlinson somewhere else and he's going to the Hall of Fame as somewhere as, uh, with another team. And, you know, all those dominoes fall that way. Well, and he never becomes a Jet, so you don't get to claim him as or a Jet. Maybe the Jets trade up and get him early, and we have well, him maybe, for his entire career. Well, how about that? Maybe they do. But, yeah, it just shows that it's a game of inches. We, we joke about that on Sundays, and we talk about the margin of victory, right? It's Most games are seven points or fewer in the National Football League, and here you're talking about three feet. Less than mm-hmm. three feet. Yeah. Changed the fortunes of a lot of top picks and where they ended up with their careers. And be curious to throw this theory up at them 
So through our Fox family, I think we're going to have to uh, start knocking on some doors. Hey, we talked about this. What do you think? <laughs> what do you, how do you think life would have been like if we if this is how it went down? Well, I still got one more for you. But wait, there's more. There be, and it affects the current National Football League. Okay, right? sure. So Jeff Fisher is still up and coming head coach Jeff Fisher. They go to the Super Bowl and Jeff Fisher gets to stay with the Titans for years. I mean, he goes all. Oh, that buys you a lot of years. He, he yeah. goes, you know, I mean, he goes all the way through to 2010 as the Titans head coach. He never got to the levels that he got to going to the Super Bowl in that year. So let's just say he loses that playoff game. Jeff Fisher's resume doesn't look as great as it was, right? So does he really make it to 2010 as head coach of the Titans? Probably not. So the Titans hire somebody else. Jeff Fisher goes someplace else. And maybe Jeff Fisher is not coaching the Rams, who then replace him with Sean McVay, and he gets them to the Super Bowl and turns the Rams into a super relevant team. So this is, you're going back 20 years with one play. Maybe the Rams don't get to the Super Bowl two years ago because of it. I mean, wow, just, think, really, just think about that. Yeah, and it never becomes an issue on our show with Eric Dickerson where they've got a call for his ouster. <laughs> yep. Or Jason Cole or any of our friends of the show in terms of what it all meant with Jeff Fisher. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, going to a Super Bowl, he generally buys you a couple of years. Sometimes you have owners that are a little quicker with the trigger finger or or a guy leaves and doesn't get that legacy because he gets the better offer and, and bolts. But, yeah, for Jeff Fisher, this bought him a lot of time. He was the guy that, you know, was successfully moving teams and all that other stuff to to buy him. A, and he was on the competition committee. Yes. Don't forget that. Always forget he was there. Yes, he was there. Yeah, so I mean, that helps. So let's play it out because this tells you about Jeff Fisher is that they go 13-3 and three in 1999 this year and they go to the Super Bowl and lose. Well, they go 13-3 and three the next year, but they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Then they go 7-9 and nine, and Jeff Fisher's first 7-9 year. Uh, then they're 11-5 and five and 12-4 and four, and things are still pretty good. But then in 2004, 2005, 2006, Fisher goes 5 and 11, 4 and 12, 8 and 8. At this point, does Fisher still keep his job? Because if Normally you if, that gets you bounced. If you don't have that Super Bowl, you're saying, well, we've been to the playoffs four times, but we haven't really gotten in very far, and we haven't been there in three years. And Vince Young is in now, and he's the offensive rookie of the year, so maybe now is the time to make a change at head coach. And so then Jeff Fisher is out of there years earlier, which means, as I said, he gets a job someplace else and someplace else, and maybe he doesn't end up with the Rams and then ending up with Sean McVay succeeding him. Yeah, dominoes fall, no question about it, because 5-11, and 4-12, those two years, you're done. You're done. That Super Bowl's already five years, six years in the rearview mirror, and even though you got back to another AFC title game, you lost that one. Off an eleven and five season, and then a divisional game against the Patriots, two thousand three. After another twelve and four season, so I mean, you you had everything stacked. You dominated the regular season, and then it couldn't get over. You don't you don't get anymore. Super Bowl bought him <laughs> a, another four years beyond that. I mean, it's amazing. All right, Mike, how about a little Where Are They Now from the Music City Miracle Game? What do you got for us? All right, let's have a little bit of fun. You got Jason Fisk, defensive tackle. He's an AP chemistry teacher in Vacaville, California. Really? I was terrible at AP chemistry. 
I was off. I'm like, just write 65 because I'll do enough work to pass, but I'm not going to do any better than that. Just let me through. Succeed and proceed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was a Stanford grad, so smart guy went back to Northern California getting it done. Uh, You got Dusty Ziegler. Ready? Mm -hmm. This takes two prongs. The first part decided, hey, I'm going to run for Republican and a Republican ticket for a county commissioner seat in Georgia. And then after all of that process and being involved in that sphere, uh, well, he became an offensive line coach. So (laughs) you have... Kurt Schultz, the safety seventh oh, he was round good. pick. Kurt Schultz was good. He, he works for Merrill Lynch. And since Kevin Dyson is the man on display, I mean, and the hero, and, well, the, the guy that you had to hug after being one yard short, he got his MS ed, and then he works at a middle school where he is the principal Grassland He's a Middle principal. School in, in Franklin, Tennessee. Wow. Do you think the kids come up and go, hey, Mr. Dyson, they put their arm out like they're trying to cross the goal line. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Mr. Dyson? We came up with hey, a great dance number for this assembly. Watch this. The, so, whole, the whole motto for our year is don't be one yard short in life. <laughs> You know, I remember back in the Super Bowl, we finished one yard short. Don't let this happen to you. Uh, So there it is, our look back at the Music City Miracle, all the drama surrounding it. If you have an idea for a future episode of Special Teams, hey, drop us a note, let us know. Twitter at HowAboutAFresca. Mike is at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, our show, heard on Fox Sports Radio Monday through Friday, coast to coast, over 420 stations. We are on from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on the East Coast, 7 to 11 on the West Coast. We'll talk to you next week with another episode of Special Teams. Before you go, rate and review the show, whether you're listening on iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio apps, Apple, whatever it is. Give us a rate. Tell us you like it. We will love you forever and ever and ever. Special Teams is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! 
and some waves so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.